Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. In many ways, the offseason really gets started at the NFL Draft Combine. So many GMs, presidents, everyone down in one area. That's where deals start getting talked about, brokered, and we eventually see them executed. We're going to talk about what that means for the Chicago Bears as free agency really goes through Chicago this year. We'll talk about what Ryan Poles' mindset would be, and then also some of the top offensive linemen I would like to see Ryan Poles take a look at during the Draft Combine. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily episodes. And so we got some more Bulls or Bears rumors. This one from Adam Schefter, who says that the Chicago Bears have been approached by multiple teams about trading the number one overall pick this NFL draft and and Chicago is said to be leaning toward moving the pick. No crap. I'm sorry. I, and I know I sh- this sh- honestly shouldn't even be on this list at this point because we all know the Chicago Bears are leaning towards trading the number one overall pick, despite what some out- outlets like ESPN and and other ones will have you say Skip and, and Shannon and things like that. Like we know that the Bears are leaning towards trading the pick. We all know that it's all but a foregone conclusion with that being said. It's you, the national media, that feels like they have to spend time drumming up rumors and things to get your headlines, to get your clicks. But we all know that the Bears are leaning towards it. It just makes more sense for the Bears to trade the number one overall pick. Yes, the number one pick has been traded 12 times since 1967. Guess what? It's about to be 13. Now, the rumor in this article from from Adam Schefter does say that there could be anywhere between 8 to 12 teams that could be looking uh, to to make a move for a quarterback and possibly trade for uh, the Chicago Bears' number one overall pick. But when we really know, it really comes down to just a few candidates for sure that they're going to have enough and give up enough to get that number one overall pick from the Chicago Bears. But, you know, when it's all said and done, we know the mindset of Ryan Poles. And while he's been very, you know, in the way that he's gone about his offseason, not really getting any long-term money, things like that last year, we may see a complete flip of that, right? He's still going to spend smartly. The one thing that Ryan Poles is not going to do, he's not just going to give deals just to sign names, right? He's not going to he's not going to give big deals just to sign a big target free agent. He's going to be strategic in the way he does it. He's very smart in how he looks at the current salary cap as well as future projections as well. So we're going to see a calculated amount of risk from Ryan Poles in this upcoming NFL offseason, in the draft, everything like that. Uh, and, and you know, while I, and the reason why I said it when I opened the show that the free agency really does start at the NFL draft combine, that's because there's so many execs and everything down in one centralized location that that's when conversations start happening. And Ryan Poles is expected to like hold a meeting and it's like a bidding war where he sits down with other five other GMs like, what you got, what you got, what you got. That's not expected, but what he will do is he will be in conversations. And, you know, those conversations will be organic. Um, and so, but that's to be expected. That's what smart business people do, and that's how the NFL is done. So in the draft combine, we may not see the deal come out of the draft combine. We could, right? We could absolutely see it get done. But um, I will say this is that 
those conversations start. And we're going to, uh, we may not know, but Ryan Poles is probably going to walk away from the NFL draft combine really understanding what that market for that number one overall pick is. He'll be, go, he'll go back to Chicago, evaluate between now and the draft over what he thinks that best offer is, what puts the Bears in the best situation. But best believe those conversations are going to start down in the draft combine. And they start now. Even when you look at some of the quotes from Ryan Poles, he says this. We have flexibility where if there's opportunities, where if we can turn that turn that into a lot of players that come in and help us, we can do that. If it's staying put or really being uh, selective with certain people, we can do that as well. I know my expectation, our expectation is that we move the needle to be more successful. We can win some of these close games and bring in guys that can impact this football team. And that's what it, that's what it all boils down to. It's about making the correct and right moves that impact this football team and puts the Bears in a situation to be a playoff team to then build upon that and be a contender. And that's what Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears focus is right now as it should be. So when you hear the, the outlets say that the Bears are expected to trade the number one overall pick and all that, we all know that that's but a foregone conclusion. And we all know that that's what to expect because we actually follow this team day in and day out. So it's coming, right? And tomorrow when the draft combine opens, like I said, we may not hear anything right away from it or anything like that, but best believe the start of those conversations, not just for the Bears, but for a lot of teams, the start of some of those trade conversations, the start of some of those moves and dominoes, they start falling into place at the draft combine, not just because of the draft talent that's there, but because you have so many uh, GMs and execs all in one spot, and those conversations are naturally going to start in those areas. So we're going to start seeing, and keep in mind, this draft combine is before the actual free agency, so we still got free agency to get through before the actual draft. But like I said, those those conversations are about to start, and uh, I think Ryan Poles is going to be at the forefront, and let's hope that Ryan Poles makes the right decision. I have faith in Ryan Poles and his ability um, and to get things done this offseason, and I think it's going to come. How it comes, the way it looks, that all remains to be seen, but I think uh, on top of, you know, starting to get a better picture of what some of our draft targets may be, which we've already been hearing several rumors as far as the Bears interviewing and uh, draft talent and things like that. Those are more towards the bottom of the draft players that we think so far. I do think that Ryan Poles has his players in mind that he's going to specifically want to take a look at at the draft combine. But there are also going to be time for some of the seniors, some of the older players, maybe players with injury to do some shining at the draft combine and maybe move their way up the draft board. The, the way that the mock drafts have been right now, they've kind of been all, you know, speculation and guessing and, you know, intelligent guessing and things like that. But after this draft combine, after we get some raw numbers on some of these players, do not be surprised with some names skyrocket, some drop. And then you, you, you're you going to see the, the, the mock drafts start taking a little bit more of a fully formed uh, look with that. Now, again, it's hard to do that with. Um, where everything sits with the number one pick and knowing what the Bears are going to do with that pick. But like I said, kind of at the start of the show, the free agency this year runs through Chicago. That's just period. When you look at the Chicago Bears having the most cap space, they're going to be involved. Even if uh, if players are using the Bears as leverage, or agents are using the Bears as leverage, you're going to hear the Bears' name in a lot of conversations about some of these free agents at positions that make sense for the Bears. They're going to be used as leverage, and there could be some smoke to some of those fires. But the free agency, for the first time in a while, it runs through Chicago. When you look at owning the most cap space, owning the number one overall pick, everything goes through Chicago this year, and Ryan Poles is in a position. I've said it before. Some of you guys have said it in the comments as well. This is going to be an offseason that really paints a picture for the Chicago Bears or sets that foundation, I guess is a better phrase to use, sets that foundation for the Chicago Bears for probably the next 10 years. And I know that that, let me say, NFL, 
you can't say 10 years, but definitely the next three to five years for the Chicago Bears. It's going to set that foundation. And then we're going to continue to try to build off that. We're going to make some adjustments. Some of these signings that happen this offseason aren't going to work. I'm going to tell you that now. Or if Ryan Post does get lucky and every single signing he he makes this offseason ends up working out, he'll be one of the first GMs to ever do so. So we'll see what it ends up taking shape. But right now, the place that the Bears are in, as I said, everything runs through Chicago. And you know, for, for better or worse with that, if you trust this front office or you don't trust this front office, it's time for this team to make a move. And we'll see the moves that they do make, both in free agency and the draft. But in talking about the draft combine, I want to talk about, I want a specific, I want a specific, I want to focus specifically, if I can get my words together, on offensive linemen in this draft. And the reason why, why I'm going to do that is I think with the, with the upper picks that the Chicago Bears have, and then even if they do get a, another high second round pick, you know, that rumored coach trade that we talked about. I do think that the Bears are pretty much, they know who they want to draft in the first round. I think they probably know who they want to draft in the first two or three three rounds. But offensive linemen have the tendency to move up the most or down the most or really in the draft combine have an opportunity to show the most. And with the Bears needing to do some things on that offensive line. Now, I've said as well before, let me be clear here. I do think that the Chicago Bears, at least I expect them to go veteran on that offensive line to add to the young players in Tevin Jenkins, Larry Borm, and Braxton Jones. but. If the Bears do are wild by some of these young offensive linemen coming in this draft, these are some of the names that I think could we could see shoot up some draft boards after the draft combine and maybe be on the board for the Chicago Bears as well. The first one we're going to talk about is Carter Warren. Now, this is an offensive tackle out of Pittsburgh. He's been really under the radar so far. He's ranked as the 124th um, in that in the draft so far as far as prospects. He had a great 2021 season. He did, um, you know, he, he he came back. He played pretty well. He has, he's solid in the, the pass block as well. He has great length, great size. He has uh, great with his hands as well. Um, there, there's some issues and some concerns around injury recovery with him. He did, he did get injured. Uh, there's also some uh, concerns with his lower body strength and how that could stand up in the NFL. And his run blocking isn't amazing, but again, I think that this is a young guy who could shoot up some draft boards for the Chicago uh, Bears uh, and overall. And when you look at his size, 6'5", uh, 320 pounds, right? Uh, that is a player that is a, that's a big boy. That's a big boy. And when you look at maybe adding depth, one thing that the Bears could do in this draft, I said earlier that I do expect them to go after veterans. Those veterans could sign shorter one, two, three-year deals. And then the Bears in the lower picks could look to go after these offensive linemen that they grow, they develop, and then they move into the starting lineup here in the next couple of years. And Carter Warren could be one for that. Next up after Carter Warren, and I like the Bears to take a look at is Luke Wepler. Now, this is a uh, interior offensive lineman out of Ohio State, which you guys know I'm very familiar with Ohio State players. 6'3", 300 pounds. This guy is a monster. He is a technician. He has the technique that, uh, that the other player that I talked about necessarily doesn't have. He knows how to use his angles. He knows how to use uh, his hands, all of that. He's great in pass blocking. Some of the some of the issues, despite his size, there's some issues with him with strength, right? And there's a lack of versatility in the number of positions that he can play in, the schemes that he can play in. But again, he's another one that the Chicago Bears could take a look at, um, especially in this draft combine with their lower picks. The next one up is Mark Evans II. Now, he's from a smaller school. And if the Bears do end up drafting him, I do expect it to be uh, because he shoots up and really wows in this draft combine. He played for Arkansas Pine Bluff, again, a smaller school, 6'5", 295 pounds. He was a four-year guy, so he comes in maybe as a ready-made product already. Um, four-year starter there as well. He, he's Listen, he's a baller. 
And when you look at what he's able to come into with a spread offense, in run blocking, in pass blocking, like I said, starter his whole collegiate career. He has great uh, a great frame. Uh, he's he's great at his technique and finishing as well. And he has just a determination on that offensive line that I would like to see. Now there are some concerns with with his length. Doesn't have the longest wingspan and things like that, even though this isn't football. And he's probably better suited to play inside at guard, which. I do think the Bears could use. So, again, next one, he's the next one up, and he's one that I definitely think the Bears could get lower in the draft because he went to a smaller school. Next one up is Tyler Steen. This is an offensive tackle out of Alabama. He was a senior, 6'5", 315 pounds. This guy, great athleticism, great uh, agility, solid quickness. He has, he has great range as a blocker in both the offensive, I'm sorry, the run and the pass block as well. There's some issues with him dealing with the physicality of the NFL game. Again, this is some time in the draft combine for him to show and prove some of those things wrong, and he has some inconsistencies in, in regards to it. He does appear and project to be an NFL starter caliber player, but again, because of where he's slated to go in the draft, the Bears definitely could get him for lower in the draft, especially if they get like that rumor coach trade where they get an additional fifth-round pick. He could definitely be there for the Chicago Bulls of Chicago Bears in that area. The next offensive lineman that I want to talk about is a tackle out of BYU. This is Blake. Freeland, uh, 6'8", 305 pounds, another senior coming in. He was in the senior bowl as well. He has great size and length. Um, he has, he's great in the run and pass game. Uh, he identifies how really to get the angles in the pass game as well, keep people off. He has great uses of his hands. He uses it very well. There's some issues and concerns with his footwork. Um, but other than that, he can be a little stiff at times as well per his scouting report. But again, this is another guy slated to go far down in the draft that the Bears could potentially get fifth six-round draft picks, and a, and a player that does project to be a starter at the NFL level. Like I said, even if the Bears do decide to go veterans on that offensive line to protect Justin Fields right away, this is another guy that they could draft, eventually move into that starting position, if not being a day-one starter for the Chicago Bears. But that's kind of what I wanted to focus on. There are some other ones, some, some wide receivers and things that the Bears could also take a look at um, that, that's going to be in this draft combine that we could see shoot up. But you guys kind of know what my mindset is. We also talked about on yesterday's live stream uh, draft combine wide receivers as well. So if you guys are interested in that, those are definitely ones that you can that you can take a look at. You can go back and watch that video. But just for a quick one here that I like to see the Bears that could shoot up, uh, Jalen Wayne is definitely one. Another Jalen Cooper is one as well um, that we like to see. Rakeem Jarrett, he's another one that we could see, you know, just see how he shines in the draft combine and maybe move up some. Great uh, run after the catch ability. He's a high IQ receiver as well. He can he can really move in any type of uh, lineup. He's one that I really am looking at. Rakeem Jarrett, wide receiver out of Maryland. He was a junior, six foot, two hundred pounds. If the Bears do go wide receiver late to try to go upside picks, he's definitely one that could be there for the Chicago Bears as well. So again, and as the draft combine goes on, we'll have more prospects. I'll talk about some of the numbers, some of the players who shined and, and could be on the Bears draft board. Over this week, as we go through the draft combine, if there's anyone you guys would let me like me to take a look at, make sure you mention it down below. Or if you're on the podcast side, I'll tell you how to get that in. But that's it for me for today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. See you guys tomorrow. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.